views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super, super, super welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to a lot of things. Um, today, uh, I, I just love what I do. You know, today I get to talk about shamanic healing, traditional medicine for the modern world. I love this topic and I love the book, uh, Itzhak Beery, joining me here today. And why do I love it? Why do I love it? Because though there are those of us that actually had to go through this and experience this in this way, not even knowing what the this is. And so today, I am so thrilled to be introducing all of you to this amazing internationally recognized shamanic healer and teacher. And you're going to hear what his journey was like and why is it that we are looking at healing in this way in the world we live in and we call it traditional medicine for a modern world. You know, we sometimes think that this this way of healing, whether it's medicine, whether it's emotional, doesn't matter. We think, wait a minute, is it really alternative? No, 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 no. What if, and we know this now, centuries of ancient wisdom that has always been here is now having an opportunity to come to the forefront. What? Why? Why now? It's like, great to have you here. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited about this show. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back and uh, talk to you about it. We had so much fun last time. Well, we're going to have more fun. So I want to ask you this. How does someone get to be you? Now, let me tell you why I'm asking oh, that. Oh, please, don't be me. Yeah, no, but <laughs> No, listen, be yourself. Be yourself. But how do you? How did you get to be you? See, many people think you and I all of a sudden wake up one day and here we are. But there are mountains we had to climb. There are water slides we had to slide down. And there are a few things we had to learn here and there. What would you say for yourself? has been the greatest learning experience of all. 
Well, I think that part of it is uh, not to be afraid of being depressed. Mm. Um, you know, um, when I got into my <clears throat> late 30s, I, I started to feel that uh, something is missing in my life. And uh, not that I didn't have a family and an award-winning uh, advertising agency and, and other achievements, but I, um, I felt that, like, emptiness, and I... Uh, for a few years, I was very depressed, and I, I mean, I couldn't see the light at the end. I didn't understand. I didn't know what the meaning of my life are, which is which is so naturally because all of us are experiencing that. But as for some people, it's very discouraging. And for I think that it was just the, the courage to go through the dark time and to really listen and to trust that whatever spirit. I mean, at that time, I didn't know that, but mm-hmm. it's, that whatever spirit presents itself is, is a is a learning experience and and a, an opportunity, and and that's how it happened to me. I mean, I read a book, and that book answered a lot of my questions. Uh, the book by Hank Wasserman, Spirit Walker, and wow. um, it answered a lot of my doubts and and self sabotaging and and questions about the meaning of life. And then uh, he was writing about a workshop with Michael Horner. So I, you know, I said, okay, all right. So there's a, you know, there's another way. And I never heard of Michael Horner, but I, when I came back to New York from Hawaii, I, I, I saw that there is a, a workshop by that, by the same guy. So I jumped on that opportunity. So, and I do believe that spirit sends you opportunities and, uh, Nagging you to um, to hold on to it and and to see if they it's like a you have to jump on the canoes to go by the, on the river, and that's what I did. I think that it's um, and I can't tell you that it's it's all a smooth ride. Of course right. not. No. No. You know what? I I look at my life and I don't think it's a smooth ride. And yet at the same <laughs> time, uh, it it you know. Having gone through the bumpy bumpy roads, right? Having gone through the turbulence, if you wanted to use a metaphor, you know, mm-hmm. uh, learning how to go through that and come out the other end of it thriving um, is so powerful and empowering. And when I'm thinking about this and I'm reading your book, right? And I'm thinking about, well, wait a minute, you know, not just a spiritual being, then what? What am I? But let's start for a minute based on what I said when I did the introduction. And I said, you know, alternative, I'm not quite sure why we call things alternative when the ancient history of shamanic healing is so powerful. Tell tell us a little bit about the origin of it and what it is for those people that may not even know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know, the, the history is written by the victors, right? So, And the mm-hmm. victors here are the pharmaceutical companies. Mm. And so they created uh, dismissal titles for all, uh, shamanic, uh, all shamanic work as alternative. Alternative to what? Right. So we have to remember that um, Western medicine, or the, the pill, uh, the, the aspirin, or the, the, the first pill, really less than 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 100 years old 
And um, Western medicine, as we know it, is maybe 200 or 250 years old. Not mm-hmm. that, not that the Renaissance, in the Renaissance, there was the first hospital. But at that time, they were actually using, in many ways, the same methods that uh, was used in the shamanic traditions. Um, but what we call today modern medicine really started to develop uh, much, much later, let's say 200, 300 years. But, you know, the, the, the people who, who control, the, the, control the media, control the agenda, uh, coined that name to kind of like dismiss uh, the shamanic work. And yeah. If you want to think about what shamanic uh, healing is, is anything that works with the uh, elements, uh, the uh, plants and herbs, minerals, uh, waters, um, and all the all the uh, elements that were that actually was uh, responsible for the survival of the humankind from 750,000 years ago until today. Uh, so it's very powerful medicine, but in in, um, in the shamanic tradition and in all indigenous tradition, there's one element that we all take also uh, in account when we do healing is the work with the unseen world, with the spirit world, and there is no separation between the 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 properties of the herbs and the properties of the soul of the plant. We don't separate them. <laughs> Like we don't separate between the the um, between different diseases, we all look at them as imbalance in the energy body, yeah. physical body, emotional body of a client. Yeah, you know, I think that when I am, you know, looking at at least, let's just talk about you know what you've you've put in this book, shamanic healing, traditional medicine for the modern world. The modern world is in dire need for a solution that doesn't seem to be presented in the mainstream. Now why do I say that? I'm going to I'm going to say it and then we'll take a short break and come back and talk about it. Is every day there's a new level of statistics uh, that comes out and it says, oh, wait, there's a rise in autoimmune. There's a rise in this. There's a rise in this. There's a higher death rate in this. Did you know people are dying from this? Including the dialogue now that's going on about addiction. And two things I'm, I'm struck by. One is, you know, the latest dialogue about opioid addiction, as if there's no other addiction on the planet. And yet we know that addiction to the internet right now is like almost number one. But the point is that people are in pain, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. When we come back, I would love for you to take us on a journey as to how the the tenets of shamanic healing addresses all and beyond. Sure. See, I told you we were going to have fun today. Told you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a short break, everyone. By the way, phone lines are open and we have copies of the book to give away. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Questions, comments, all of the above. And it's in this incredible book. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
You've been running around, running around, running around, throwing that dirt all on my name. Cause you knew that I knew that I knew that I'd call you up. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. Hi there. My name is Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio and a spiritual growth coach. I talk about this all the time on my show, listening to your body and acting on intuition. What do these things even mean? Here's the thing. About 10 years ago, I figured out I was doing it all wrong. I mean, I wasn't unhappy, but was I really happy? And then life sent me a spiritual smackdown like it does because I wasn't listening to my best resource, my body and my intuition. I was living from a place of fear. I was stressed and I was in pain and I seemed to be happily unhappy. Mostly I just didn't know what I didn't know. And what I didn't know was that my body and my intuition had all the tools I needed to live life as my best self. I'm sharing the tools I have learned over the last 10 years of my healing journey in my online class, Soul Awakening, beginning September 19th. Learn more. Go to AudreyMichelle.com slash awaken. That's AudreyMichelle spelled M-I-C-H-E-L dot com slash awaken. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit SpiritFireRetreatCenter.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey everybody, welcome back, welcome back. You know, the book is Shamanic Healing, Traditional Medicine for the Modern World. Um, it's like, before we continue, can you tell folks how to find out more about you, uh, how to get a copy of your book, other than me opening up the phone lines here in a minute and giving a copy away, but please tell folks how they can find out more about you, about your CDs, all of the above. Well, um, 
I have a website, and it's mm-hmm. uh, just my name, itzakbiri.com, I-T-Z-H-A-K-B-E-E-R-Y. And I have a pretty uh, exhausting information there. Yeah. And you can go there, and you can send me emails. You can uh, buy the book. Uh, and the book is, is um, sold wherever books are sold, uh, from Amazon to Barnes & Noble and other stores, and from my publisher, The Inner Tradition. So... Uh, and they are doing very well in uh, in Amazon. They are bestsellers there in our category, which is like mm. really nice because uh, it's really reaching a lot of people. And if you have any questions, you can always ask me. Oh, awesome! Well, here's what I would like to talk about because there's a lot that we could talk about. I know in the book you talk about illness through imbalance, just in one place, but it leads me to this notion that goes back as far back as we started to record things where dialogue wasn't just about my body. I fell down and I broke my leg. I don't think we're looking at, you know, carvings in caves that say, oh, I broke my leg. We, We just don't see that. We're talking about many, many things that has to do with the esoteric that has to do with learning with the mind. Can you talk about this idea of imbalance and, you know, Western medicine versus traditional shamanic healing? Well, I think that from the beginning of, of the human consciousness mm-hmm. on this earth, they understand that there is a connection between the movement of the stars and the movement of the air, the, the rain, the weather, and our own physical experience. Um, and then also with the unseen world, the, the world of spirit. And, you know, they never separated uh, the, our own physical experience and, uh, and our feelings or our, uh, the consequences of all of it. And I think that what happened in, in the industrial uh, a revolution, and then later on with the d- development of the, uh, the digital is the society, is that, that people are trying to categorize and, and separate between feelings, between emotions, between physical, between the, the logic uh, <laughs> the revolution, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. which is a very, very dangerous way because uh, you, human beings are not just logical machines. They are, they're not computers. They are the it's all combined of, uh, of uh, physic, uh, <coughs> physical, emotional, and spiritual mm-hmm. work. Um, so, in the in the shamanic tradition, that what they what they are talking about is they're talking that the world is uh, have always two sides, like day and night, black and white, feminine and masculine, uh, good and evil, and all of that, and. Um, and especially the, the the two sides in our body, which is the the, the feminine and the masculine, the the, the forces of uh, aggression and the for, the 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 forces of um, of <clears throat> of intuition and serving and and uh, uh, nurturing. So uh, when when one person becomes totally ambitious, totally logical, and, and cut off the the emotional response. Uh, that he's out or she's out of balance. 
And when a person is only uh, receiving, only uh, allow other people to um, give her instructions, she's, she's losing part of herself too. So that is the the cause of many many uh, uh, ailments. The imbalance in the person's physical, spiritual, and emotional body, <clears throat> and then that's really what the shamans are trying to 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 reconnect a person into the flow of life, to bring the, the, the connection of uh, all of it together. And the earth is, um, in the shamanic tradition, the earth is, is only one part of, the, the feminine energy is only one part. There is also the sun, and the sun is uh, the, the masculine side. So it's the dialogue between, or the balance between, the two, and that's that's what we see when when we have too much of a sun, the earth is dying or drying out. When you have too much of earthquakes, <laughs> there's no life. So it it is all about a balance in within ourselves and within our environment, and the human balance, uh, living in balance with nature and with the animals, with the trees, not taking over that. Mm. Well, you know, the thing that I had to learn kind of, you know, in an interesting way is that energy is infused in just about anything. And so in the book and also in the work that you do, you know, there are many stories, there are acknowledgments, there are stories of, of how all of this works. And, you know, someone made a statement to me many, many years ago, Donna Eden, and she, everything is energy. And I didn't really understand that. But today, I am hoping to understand it better in the way I live my life. Um, can you talk about this idea of everything being energy and how it focuses or fits in to shamanic healing? You know, in, in, shamans for thousands of years were practicing uh, uh, quantum physics and quantum mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> For thousands yeah. of years, shamans yeah. not just believe, but they know how to interact with particles, electric, magnetic, atomic particles within each of the creation to manipulate it and move it in directions of healing or reorganizing the order of the person's body or weather or other uh, elements that they are working with. The idea is that everything in the universe is energy because uh, let's take yourself. Yourself is 80% water sometimes and calcium, magnesium, and some other parts. But it doesn't really define who you are. It's what, what you are made of. And as we know, the molecules of water are part of atoms and parts particle or smaller particles and smaller particles and smaller particles. So everything in the universe is moving, changing, banging each other in different, sh in different shapes, different forms, different frequencies. Uh, every, anything, stones, trees, water, uh, clouds, anything that we see, 
the belief system is that the only thing that is actually permanent is that energy. And that mm-hmm. energy is also part of what we are, uh, which is the true us, and which is our soul. And um, the soul is that the permanent uh, uh, energy within ourselves that is not attached to our body. It comes in and comes out of the body. So the shamans uh, uh, learn how to communicate with or manipulate the energies so they can flow in in a, what we call healing direction to bal- rebalance the body because the balance is too acidic or too hot or too uh, nervous to calm it down so the flow of energy will, the, the vibration or the frequencies of the body will come down uh, to bring it into more balance. And in, in the same way, it's, so I think that you may want to look at that. And for people who are... Uh, Skeptic about that is just yeah. think about it that uh, shamans, in many ways, they are not magicians. They really know how to work with the science of nature. They know that every element in the uh, any every plant or every trees or every object or what we call waka sacred objects have different qualities, different speed or different frequencies, and we are working with these frequencies. Yeah, let me just say this to you. You know, this is how, for me, somebody like me, a girl from the Bronx, New York, right? (laughs) Um, You know, you would think, well, wait a minute. How do you get to be that girl and be the same woman I am today having a conversation with you where I am so hanging on to everything you say and this has been part of my journey. How does that happen? Well, one of the things that, I, that I'm struck by as I'm listening is there's a feeling that happened to me when I got to experience things that we're going to talk about when we come back. And what I mean by that is, you know, what is it about some of the ancient traditions that we bring forward now to help us understand how to heal, ceremonies, teachings, techniques, all of these. How are these ancient approaches, how are they more than relevant in the modern world today? How are they a solution? And what was it that happened to me my first sweat lodge. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. We got a good one going on here today. We'll be right back. Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, and extensive esoteric wisdom, EJ translates deep spiritual wisdom into practical advice to empower you to live your happiest, most fulfilled experience. Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu Jihan. This hit show delivers profound experiences for all who want to live life to their deepest desires. Tune in monthly for Mystic Living Radio. Learn more by visiting vitaltransformation.org. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? 
Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com. Have you ever lost your way while driving somewhere? This can be unsettling as you don't know if you should go left, right, forward, backwards, or make a U-turn. Hi, I'm Eve from Elite Tarot, host of the weekly show Mainstream Metaphysics Radio, where we harness the power of the universe for happier living. As an intuitive coach and professional tarot card reader, I work with clients worldwide on helping them get back on their natural road of living their life with joy. Next time you feel off track, tap into your inner child's sense of joy and write down on paper the non-negotiable qualities that you're needing in career or love, but without limiting specifics. With your list, you know where to place your energy going forward and where not to. You're always best served when your inner child is at the navigation controls. However, don't worry, you still have the keys to the car. If you would like to schedule a personal navigation session with me, please visit my website at elitetarot.com. That's E-L-I-T-E-T-A-R-O-T.com. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you just tune in, turn us on. It's just really an honor um, for all of you. Thank you so much in doing what you do. I'd love to give a copy of the book away right now, Shamanic Healing, Traditional Medicine for the Modern World. Let's give a copy of the book away. Uh, it's like Beery joining me here today, 1-800-930-2819. And again, you know, you can go to the website. You can go to Itzak's uh, website, find out lots more about it, or go to transformationtalkradio.com or the Dr. Pat Show and just click on his name and it'll take you right there. Um, we're going to be talking about techniques. We're going to be talking about experiences that create more than just energetic changes. And what is it about shamanic healing that we have so seen work so powerfully? Uh, 1-800-930-2819. Love to give a copy of the book away. Um, In fact, one of the things I mentioned, you know, is, yeah, my first sweat lodge. But before Mm -hmm. we jump to that, 
I would love for you to share a little bit about some of the things you've included in the book. You know, everything from abundance starts with us to self-esteem. You've literally um, covered it in here. But I really, really struck by all of the various ways you help us understand the how-to. Can you talk, what's at the top of your list? Well, you know, I have 30 stories there, and mm-hmm. each of them are are very different uh, in in the the usage of techniques or 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 the story of the people who you know the, where they come from, their history, and but I think that really, really, from if you look at all of that uh, very deep inside, it's our own uh, quest to be loved and to be whole and complete and held and really loved, but not just loved physically. What we want is really the love of uh, the unconditional motherly love or fatherly love that totally look in your eyes and know who you are. And that's really the beginning of all uh, of the of, of mm. the journey people going through, and of course each one goes in a different way. Is the narrative uh, is the same, but it's, the stories are very different. And I think that that's really as 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 you work in the shamanic tradition, you really have to understand that uh, God or the, the great mystery. Hatun Pachakamak created all of us in this great mystery way. And we all pretty much the same. We all are looking to be loved and to give love. And um, it, if, you, if you can, as a healer, uh, look at that in this way, that is all you have to do is really love that person. So the stories are, are very different and uh, stories about physical ailments and uh, cancer or ba- uh, back pain or uh, self-esteem or schizophrenia or others, many, many different ways. But I think that the, 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 the issue here really is that, um, I think we talked about it earlier, that uh, there is really no separation between the physical, emotional, and spiritual uh, world, and they are all part of that it's not like it's, not, it's like a car a car is not just the wheel or the body or or the uh, the, the instructions it's the it, it's all of it together and in the western medicine is trying to separate uh, each of the elements so our body is, is healed just as a body uh, as a physical body separating from the emotional and the spiritual and the, the contribution of uh, the shamanic world is that it sees us as, as a one. And we do that through rituals and ceremonies because we understand that a person is a whole. And to circumvent the gatekeeper, the logical mind, we have to take um, the person for a full ex- uh, emotional and physical experience and the spiritual experience. And that's really where the healing begins, begins by changing 
the way a person sees or feels the world and feel connected to the the whole, and it feels the love of Pachamama or Mother Earth mm-hmm. that can carry him or her. And I think that we are remembering. And can I ask you to talk about this a little bit? When I say we are remembering, I'm not talking about, oh, I remembered to get up and, you know, take my <laughs> lunch to work today. Um, yeah. Actually, I didn't remember to do that. You know, if I'm <laughs> if we're doing a little truth telling here, totally forgot. Um, <laughs> but But we're remembering. You know, I mentioned earlier my first sweat lodge. And mm-hmm. for me... You would not imagine me, this girl from New York, New Jersey, entering into this ceremony as if I had been doing it all my life. Um, And I was asked to be the gatekeeper of the door with the drum. And I was given a name. And, you know, and I didn't stop and say, oh, what's going, You, you know, I didn't do that. It's like I didn't do that. And I think when we work with individuals and share these experiences and 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 really create an opening for this, I think we all remember. Do you know what I mean? I yes, think we yes, have this ancient yes. memory, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's really what the, the ceremonies and the rituals are uh, comes to do is to allow you to remember your origin, that you are part of nature, that you are part animal, that you are part tree, that we are all belong to each other, that we are all part of the, the whole cycle of life, that you are not just a girl from New Jersey, yeah. not just a girl from Bronx or from Nicaragua or from Ecuador, that we right. are all part of this human uh, and uh, universe, universal experience that we are not, and so uh, uh, that's really what 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 it's about. It's about re-experience your wholeness, that you are part of all of it. And you know, one of the shamans that I that I work with, uh, Ipu Piara from the Amazon, you always used to say that we are all shamans in training, that we are all have the DNA that reminds us of, of our uh, talent to connect to spirit, to heal people. We all are shamans. And then we also, all of us, are indigenous to this world. So even if you are bo- born in an uh, apartment complex in the Bronx or in New, Jer- in New Jersey, you are indigenous to this world. The moment you walk on this earth and you breathe the air and you see the sunrise and sunset, it does something to us. We are in that moment of aha, in the moment of this incredible beauty and of the mystery of this world. It's reconnect us to the true self of who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to ask you, what was the most powerful experience you you've had to date (laughs) (laughs) i love that you're laughing at me and you haven't hung up but but you know for me you know i've had several uh, but one of them was getting lost uh in the high desert on a vision quest getting lost in a high desert of california 
on a yeah. vision quest. I'll, oh, I'll never forget that, but I'll never forget what happened. How about yeah. you? I, you know, I, I, I wrote a book. Uh, I edited a book. Uh, it's called Shamanic uh, Transformation, and where I ask uh, over 50 working shamans, very well known, of, of course, to tell me that, that exactly the same question. Mm-hmm. What is that, that moment? <laughs> what was the, most, the moment of awakening? Just something that happened. And it, it, each person, and including me, wrote some amazing moment yeah. that uh, was really moving and, and personal and beautiful. And then there is another guy who, uh, from South America who wrote, uh, <laughs> or I think either him or, or somebody, Native American, who wrote uh, to me that indigenous people don't have that moment mm-hmm. because every moment is the moment of awakening. Yeah. So the most po- probably the most powerful moment that ever happened to me is speaking to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking to people who are willing to listen. That's, mm-hmm. that's, and then the next moment will be another moment and of course, I have a, a, quite a lot of, uh, you know, extraordinary moments, you know, in the Amazon, in the Andes, and um, in other places in the world, of course, and, and, and in New York itself, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that it's, and I think that that's really one of the things that might be so useful for listeners to, to think about it, is that every moment is a, is a, is awakening important moment, is a moment of aha, of a mystery. Mm-hmm. And you can't just sit there and wait for that moment to come. You have to uh, really absorb that moment that you are right now alive. And that's what I do every morning. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I, I do 10 minutes of, of gratitude for every person, for everything that happened in my life, just to give thanks. Because this is amazing. <laughs> just the fact that we are alive today and breathing and participating in that miracle of life. Well, you know, what's interesting about that question is that for me, um, I too have these moments every day. I mean, I love what I do. We have amazing listeners. But I think about the points in time where I've been most afraid. And uh-huh. I, I think that, you know, a lot of us do that. You know, we look at these moments in time where we've been most afraid and have come out yes. the other side of it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it could be any range of things for for us. Mm -hmm. But the point that I think for, you know, today and what we're talking about is you've included many, many things in here, including protection techniques, which I didn't expect to find in the book. And you know what I mean? I mean, I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're, you know, I'm reading the book and I'm going, protection techniques. That takes me back to the question or the comment I made earlier, and I'd love for you Mm -hmm. to talk about it. Everything is energy. What are we protecting ourselves from? Well, in some cultures or in some Mm -hmm. shamanic traditions, 
mm-hmm. and in the Kabbalah or in, the, in other yeah. tr- uh, spiritual traditions, yeah. the world is uh, has positive and negative energies. Yes, Good there we evil. go. Uh, some cultures don't believe in that. Some cultures believe that everything is energy and all energies is the same. And it's just our intentions or just our imagination. That that's that's one way of looking at it. But in the uh, Amazonian and the Andes traditions in South America, they believe that there are independent energies that roaming around the world, positive and negative, good and evil, and. Um, the purpose of humans is to bring balance into the world. And um, like my great-grandfather, who was a Kabbalistic rabbi and a healer in Poland, uh, said that the, his life purpose or human life purpose is to bring joy and light to the upper world so it will emanate and change the darkness of the lower world. And so it's, there is a, always a fight between uh, the good and evil forces, and um, it's not—it's not very much talked about in in the shamanic teachings in the in our culture, because it sounds like very primitive. But we all recognize that we within ourselves there is uh, forces of uh, darkness, shadows, and there is also forces of light. And if you can take that and uh, uh, work through to bring the light, the love, into the shadow uh, to have a balance, like what we talked very early in the in the in the program. That's really the work of human human being is to bring balance into this world. And the darkness uh, or the balance, uh, the um, evil spirit can come in many different ways. It can come from places of of uh, wars or violence. Uh, geographical areas and uh, or homes or offices, which a lot of, I'm sure your listeners uh, uh, experience themselves, or it can come from the form of negative energies that is sent by people, either intentionally or not intentionally. Like when you say to somebody that he's uh, evil or stupid or untalented, that is negative energy that penetrates his energy field. And he believes in that, or she believes in it, and it turned into a shadow, into a trauma. So a lot of that is becoming traumas. So in I I was trying to explain that in the book, because not not too much is written about it, and I also included uh, techniques that um, in the Amazon or in in the Andes uh, people are using to. remove negative or extract negative energy from their body, from their energy field. And uh, they can do it there in their homes, or they can help other people do that. I mean, I really wanted in this book to help uh, people to use those techniques, not just write about them, not, 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 uh, really to demystify uh, the, the, the practices so people can actually Use them because shamanic healing is really useful, useful practice, and it's really the 
the, the proof is in the pudding. You've you, you got to use it to see that it's, it's working. We have to be able to do that. And, you know, through the experiences of feeling that, of experiencing it, I mean, we hear stories all the time. We hear stories of, you know, all of a sudden reflecting on a diagnosis that existed two days ago doesn't exist today. And mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you about this idea of faith, having faith. And I know you reference it several times, and I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking yeah. about a different kind of faith. Um, it sounds for many people like, yep, I know I've got to have faith. But it's also very, very important, or at least was for my own healing journey. And I want to ask you, isn't it one of the um, most incredible uh essence uh, isn't an incredible essence of shamanic healing yes uh, <clears throat> well my teacher Jose Joaquin Pineda used to mm -hmm. look at people's candles uh, the reading in, and as he's doing the reading the agnostic mm -hmm. reading and almost a, every time he was saying to people you, you know you lack faith you lack faith you lack faith and um, it's true that um, you, we in our society, lacking the connection, or the, we are we are refusing to surrender to the great mystery. Mm -hmm. um, we build walls of logic. We we do all kind of excuses and stories to relax into the flow of life. Mm -hmm. And really, faith is not about religious. Religious is very far away <laughs> from, <laughs> from faith. From faith. Uh, faith is really about accepting, uh, accepting the flow of the river, mm -hmm. not resisting the flow of the river. To understand that you are sent here to do to, on a mission, and even without knowing or understanding what it is, that sickness, that uh, ailment that you, re you develop, or that meeting that you had with that person, that uh, depression, that joy, all of them are part of the plan or part of that uh, flow that you are called to experience. Uh, and I believe that uh, we lost that faith uh, because we are we grew up in the last hundred or so years to experience separateness, to cut off the community, to cut off ourselves off the of nature, to build better uh, isolated <laughs> apartment building with more air conditioning, with, with more heat. Uh, to build, to get uh, better clothing, so we would not feel the changes of the seasons. Um, if we go to the river, we have a swimsuit that is covering all our body. So the, all of it is about separating ourselves from from nature. And then, when you separate ourselves from nature and from community, then you lose the the uh, the essence of faith. Mm 
which is sad because really when you start to flow in that river of life, of faith, uh, you understand more and you allow the healing of the shamanic healing to work better in your body. Mm. You know, there are many, many things that I think that we can talk about I would love to ask you this last question, and there are so many things in here. I love some of the letters in here and and things that people have written. What would be your message for those of us that are in the modern world, really knee-deep in the modern world? (laughs) What's our starting point? Where do we begin the journey? I think it's a great questions, but I think that uh, we all have, what, what I found out, a lot of people who are starting to be, to be called to do the shamanic work mm-hmm. had a childhood memory that they were very close to nature, that they spoke to the mountains, they spoke to an animal, that they were, got lost in somewhere, that something that has connected them to nature. And when they get to midlife or get a little older, their soul is yearning to reconnect with that. So what I would say is that close your eyes and really try to see what is a moment of in your life, in your early childhood, that you were, you knew that you are part of that world, mm. that you are not separated, that you were part of the earth and the wind and the animals, that you felt loved. And reconnect to that experience, to that moment. That is the moment of faith. That is the moment of healing. That's the moment that you can start to work from. Mm. Thank you so much for everything. Um What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? (laughs) Uh, My my real purpose of this book was to Mm -hmm. uh, bring the two systems together, not to separate them, not to say that the shamanic work is the only way and the Mm -hmm. Western work is the only way. It's to bring them and the, the the two of them together, to work together, to marry them together. And so it can be offered as, uh, in the future, insurance uh, that will honor the ancient tradition and bring in the full experience to a patient. And I had experiences, uh, a friend of mine who was a, a healer, great healer, who had cancer and refused to take Western medicine, mm-hmm. which is the same uh, stubbornness that some people in the Western world that don't want to take uh, shamanic work. Right. So I think that we really need to create a dialogue to you, to to take the the good things in both areas. Yes. Because the, the technology today is, can save a lot of people. Yes. I'm not saying it, I'm not saying the hospital itself because we have, you know, as, as I wrote in the book, where more than thousand people die in, in hospitals every day yeah. from preventable causes. Yeah, uh, not that, but there are some parts, the the uh, diag- some of the diagnostics, some of the um, the procedures mm-hmm. that 
our Western medicine is fantastic, but we need to combine them both. We need to create a medicine that uses the human experience mm-hmm. of, of thousands or hundreds of thousands of years that uh, works with spirit, emotions, and physical, with nature, with the, the, the new technology. Oh, I agree completely. And you know what? We'll have to talk about that when you come back. Itzhak, thank you so much for today. Wow. You're very, very welcome. And thank you for having me again. I'm looking forward for the next time. Yeah, boy, I think we're going to talk about that. Let's uh, thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on shamanic healing, traditional medicine for the modern world. We're going to take a short break and more coming up on Transformation Talk Radio. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.